When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. It's been an absolute crazy day. With all of the cuts going on and everybody dropping their rosters, I've been on the Twitter feed and breaking down film all day just trying to figure out and get a hold of this. So I want to get this out to you as quick as I can. It's been nuts, but we have our team as the 49ers. Now, it's definitely not going to be finalized. And just keep in mind, just because we have these guys on our roster now, it does not mean that they are going to be there when the season starts. We are number two in the waiver wire system, so it works It follows off of the draft order, but again, if we acquire somebody, which I would probably put at about a 95% chance, we're going to have to drop somebody to claim somebody. So let's go through some of the notable cuts and some of the shocking stuff. Starting right off the bat with the defensive line, we let go all of our three techniques that we're playing behind DeForest Buckner. We have nobody else that plays the three technique now. We let go Quentin Dial, and when we let him go, everybody was like, hey, we're going to keep Chris Jones again, which is awesome because he's a huge effort guy. Well, then we let go of Sanderic Marks, and then we let go of Chris Jones. So we only have one three technique right now. Now, the good thing about DeForest Buckner is he plays more snaps than anybody. He is the definition of an Iron Man defensive lineman, but you cannot continue that. So unless you want to move somebody, an undersized guy, into that position – um, which we could do. We have some guys that are athletic enough to do that. I think there's going to be a claim somewhere. We're going to get somebody to fulfill that role. Wide receiver, probably the most shocking one of the day. Man, Jeremy Curley, he led the entire team with receptions and yards last year. He was awesome. The new front office comes in and signs him to an extension, which made everybody believe, myself included, that he was an absolute lock. But John Lentz came out today and he said, you know, once we realized what Trent Taylor could do and that he could handle the slot responsibilities, it just made Jeremy Curley a victim of circumstance. It's just what it is. And so you go with youth and you go with upside. And, I mean, you got your your rookie. Let's see what he can do. He has lived up to every single situation in the preseason and has shined nonstop. So Jeremy Curley was let go. Hopefully he gets picked up somewhere. He's such an awesome guy. Easy guy to root for. Tight end, this was probably one of the most difficult choices for the front office because you had to make a choice between staying with the safe play or going with the huge upside at back in, at, as the backup tight end. And so they released Blake Bell, and it was down to Cole Hikatini or Garrett Selleck. And Cole Hikatini is the undrafted free agent. 
out of Rutgers. He is a move tight end that's very, very flashy, and he's made some great plays in the preseason. But they decided to go ahead and let him go. They stayed with Garrett Sellett, the kind of safe, consistent blocker, the kind of jack-of-all-trades type of a guy. Cornerback, a lot of Twitter was kind of upset by the cut of Asa Jackson. He had the two interceptions in the fourth preseason game against the Chargers, but he played terrible the first three games. Like, I would not have been surprised if he got cut before the fourth game, but he showed out, and so, you know, props to him for that. Hopefully he comes back to us and we can stash him on the practice squad, but he, he did not play well enough in the first three games to warrant a roster spot. So now let's go through the injured reserve. We made some very interesting moves to manipulate the roster so that we could keep a maximum amount of guys. The move that nobody saw coming was Joe Williams, our fourth-round pick that we traded up for. We moved him to season-ending IR, not even designated to return. He is on season-ending IR. And the way this works is you can put players on the injured reserve, and if you put them with a designation to return, then they count for your 53-man roster. They're one of those 53. Or you could say you're on the um, injured reserve and you are not a part of our 53, which means you are you have 0% chance of playing this year. You are done for this season. And we put Joe Williams and Joshua Garnett on that. They were debating bringing back Garnett halfway through the season, but John Lynch said we didn't think it was best for him. It would have rushed his rehab better with a young talent like him to just set him on the side. He struggled mightily. Um, in his two years in the league. So let him deal with his health, come back, and then let's see if there's anything we can salvage from this. But, man, what a rough start to his career. Now, we did also make a trade, which made this a little bit easier for us. We traded for Lakin Tomlinson. He was out of Duke. He was a very, he was a very high, highly regarded guy coming out of college last year. He's a second-year player, but he just has not performed well. And they got Graham Glasgow up there that kind of took his job. So he was going to be a backup anyway and expensive. So we took that on. It was no problem because we have so much. We're still number one in the NFL with cap spending. So we're, we're good. We can take on as much money as we want. That trade was huge because it allowed us to not be dependent or on a return from Josh Garnett. So that's a huge win there. I'm not quite sure where Lakin's going to fit in. My guess is probably going to be a backup to both guard spots and fighting for a starting gig. But to be honest with you, right now he's probably just going to be the backup till he catches in. He'll get some snaps, and if he can pass protect and run block, which he, he struggled mightily um, at times in both those areas, he's got a super high ceiling, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not expecting a lot out of him, but if we can get some meaningful snaps, it'd be wonderful. Now let's look at who's left. And exactly what this means. Here's what's crazy. We kept 14 rookies total. 14 rookies made our 53-man roster, which is just bonkers. Um, we definitely have one of the youngest lineups, if not the youngest lineup in the league right now. We'll see where it is at see, um, once week one starts. But of those 14 rookies, five are undrafted free agents. I thought three would make it, maybe four. And I had Cole Hicatini making it. He was one of my three. He's not even one of them that made it. So we had five undrafted free agents. We had Lorenzo Jerome, who was absolutely great. He's played very, very well. The free agent, sorry, the undrafted free agent free safety is what I was trying to say, out of Pennsylvania. And so he's he's got a lot of playing time with, you know, the guy that's always hurt, Ward in the back there. So he played great, and we'll see what happens with that because 
if the front office is kind of worried that Ward's not ready, Lorenzo Jerome might be starting week one. Undrafted free agent to starting. That would just be beautiful. We kept Matt Breida, the running back, who's played awesome all preseason. And so he's going to be our number two running back right now, which is just, it's awesome. Everybody thought that Carlos Hyde might get cut or traded. Yeah, anyway, we've talked a lot about that here. Eric Magnuson, who is our offensive lineman, he's going to be our backup center, and he can back up both guard spots as well. So we have a lot of depth there. Just, it's a lot of lottery picks. We don't know exactly how great he can be, but having a rookie backup center is very unique, especially an undrafted rookie backup center. So we'll see. Kendrick Bourne and Victor Bolding Jr. Oh, my gosh. Victor Bolden Jr., he's been lights out, and he has continued to impress. He had the punt return for a touchdown. He's got the kickoff return for a touchdown. Just magnificent. And so everybody after the last week was like, yeah, this guy's getting a spot. He, he's going to be our starting punt returner and kickoff return guy day one now I will say this Trent Taylor will still return some punts he'll be our safe return guy so anytime there's a possibility for a fair catch or you're backed up against your goal line where they put their heels on the 10 a field position battle we'll almost always have Trent Taylor in there but if there is the opportunity for a return or a big play it's going to be Victor Bolden Jr. in there 100% here's another interesting fact we only have two offensive skill players from last year. That's it. Complete turnover. Carlos Hyde and Garrett Selleck are the only tight end, receiver, running back, quarterbacks that have lasted one year with the new 49ers regime. So everything that we know about the 49ers, it's just a giant question mark because we don't know these guys. We haven't seen what they can do together outside of the preseason. So this year is definitely going to be entertaining because it could go so many ways. We've had some preseasons where they showed the we are inept at several different things. And then some preseason games like our third one where we looked dominant. Now, we've talked about Trent Taylor a little bit, but here's what's crazy. This guy is going to be the starting slot wide receiver on our three down sets. That's nobody thought this was the case. Everybody thought that he would be a player in a year or two or three because we signed Curly to a two year deal. Nope. Week one. First play of the game, he could be out there on the field with our starting offense, which is so great. This guy has the mentality and makeup that you dream of. He's not a physical specimen. He's not fast. He's not strong. He's not any of those things. But he is a pure football player. I call him Mighty Mouse because he is exactly what you want with the mentality of a football player. He's going to be an absolute stud. And all you fantasy guys out there, if you're in dynasty modes, Definitely take a flyer on this guy. I guarantee you he is available. Go pick him up. He is going to get a ridiculous amount of work. Our running back depth chart, it's now Hyde, Brita, and Mostert. Oh, I'm so glad Raheem Mostert got it. Here's what is beautiful about this. Our front office and head coach have completely changed the culture, and there's been so much turnover of the roster, and they have said, we are truly going to be a meritocracy. You are going to earn your job. We are not the, hey, you are the big-time free agent, whatever. No, that means nothing to these guys. They want who is going to show up and ball out. And just by this guy being on a team, he might not be on our team very long, but that's okay. He's played, He's been on, I think, seven different teams and finally has gotten a roster spot. That is awesome. And he has showed out in the preseason. 
And so, very excited about that. Now, even though our depth chart goes high breed of Mostert, expect Juice, Kyle Juszczyk, is going to be our number two guy. He's going to be in a most third down situations when Hyde is out, even though Hyde's going to be a full three down back with us. He has to now with what we've done. But Juice is going to probably be number two in snaps as far as backfield guys go. They they don't classify Juice check as a fullback. They call him an offensive weapon, which is kind of awesome. Um, but he is going to be up there in carries. He's going to be up there in receptions. He's probably going to lead our backs in receptions, probably even more so than Hyde. So the snap count is going to be Hyde 1, Juice 2, then a gigantic gap, Brita, and then Moster. Moster is going to be all special teams, everything. He'll be on all four special team units and might come in on third down sometimes because he's shown that he can catch the ball and make some moves out of the backfield. Brita will be our predominant backup on first and second down, and Mostert will come in on third down. Now, our quarterbacks, which I was so excited about, we let go of Matt Barkley. Good luck to him in his future. He might be done. I, I'm not sure he's going to get picked up anywhere. I think it might be at the end of his career, which is a bummer. He's a nice guy, a really good teammate. But we kept just Hoyer and C.J. Beathard. We are going to see C.J. Beathard at some point this year. Hoyer is tiny. He has been injured a lot in his career. I do not want him to get injured, and I hope he plays all 16 games. But there are so many times in the NFL where you take a hard sack or a hard to hit scrambling, and you've got to come to the sidelines because of an ankle or something small. We're going to see how great C.J. Beathard can live up to all of this hype that has been building in the preseason. And this is going to affect our future big time. What we do next year in free agency, do we sign Kirk Cousins or somebody like that? Do we get one of these high-profile quarterbacks in the first round? What are we going to do? So right now, I mean, it's it's crazy to see. He is one play away from being starting for the 49ers, which is just – it's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Hopefully he doesn't get a lot of playing time this year, but I would like to find out exactly what his potential is uh, week in and week out. So we'll, we'll see. Our kickoff returners, as I said, they're going to be two two guys, new guys. Victor Bolden Jr. is going to be our primary kickoff one guy. And Raheem Mostert will be back there with them if they do kind of trick stuff. And he'll be the second guy there. Um, now, let's focus on some possible pickups and what we are going to be looking at. The people that are being cut, that's still trickling out on Twitter and all that stuff. And I'd like to do an assessment on that and do another episode. But we are number two on waivers, which means we are going to be getting somebody. Our roster is definitely not set. So I've already said... We have to get a three-tech to go behind DeForest Buckner. That is going to happen because we let go of both Dial and Chris Jones. We've, we've got to put somebody back there. So this is going to probably be our very first position address. Number two is going to be cornerback. We have got to get a corner. And so if we just make those two moves, I think there's definitely more, definitely interior offensive lineman help. Um, if a wide receiver with a big-bodied wide receiver, I can see us going there. We have tiny wide receivers which is okay, but if a big, tall guy that's like 6'3-plus, uh, I could see them bringing him in and letting go one of our wide receivers. But let's see who would be cut if we do claim somebody. And this is how I would rank them and what I think they would do. I would probably say Kendrick Bourne, the wide receiver, would be the very first guy that would be dropped. Outside of that, I'm going the defensive lineman, Ronald Blair, who I love out of Appalachian State, but he's on injured uh, reserve. So in order for somebody to claim him, they have to kick somebody off their team, 
and then they have to wait for him to be healthy. So if we do release him, I think there's a possibility he could clear through waivers, and then we could stash him. So that's why not so much that we're, like, low on him. I just think he's one of the guys that could clear. Aaron Lynch is definitely still on the bubble just because he's so up and down. I hope we keep him. And the guy that I think probably will be cut is our seventh-round pick, uh, Adrian Colbert. And so right now he's a special team stud, and he'll be out there on all the special team stuff. But he doesn't really have a defensive position. They tried him at corner. They tried him at nickel. They tried him at safety. But if we have Lorenzo Jerome, there's not the biggest need for him. So that's just four guys that don't go out and buy jerseys just yet of Kendrick Bourne or uh, Adrian Colbert. Not that you would do that, but go buy Trent Taylor. Buy Trent Taylor jersey. That's what I'm telling you. If you take anything, go buy that jersey. He's going to be around for a little bit. So hopefully this helps and clears up some ideas. I'm hoping to get another one done, another podcast done before the season. But hit me up on Twitter if you have any questions or comments. JL underscore Chapman. That's JL underscore C-H-A-P-M-A-N. Hope you have a good one. Hope you enjoyed it. And stay strong, faithful. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.